From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Ohio Senate President Matt Huffman is reacting to reports that a couple in Upper Sandusky in Northwest Ohio is involved in a pro-Nazi homeschool curriculum that has more than 2,000 followers. Huffman, a Republican from Lima, says the state education department should absolutely look into the situation, but also expressed concerns. I hope, frankly, that people will not try to take some political advantage or policy advantage basically uh, trying to decide that a couple of sociopaths somewhere in Ohio who are doing strange things, that that somehow should affect the policy of the rest of the state. Huffman says this should not make it more difficult for others to homeschool their kids. An Ohio native and NFL player with the Super Bowl-bound Philadelphia Eagles has been indicted on charges in a 2019 rape case out of Guernsey County. ONN's Dave James has more. The Office of Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost made the announcement today. 25-year-old Joshua Sills is an offensive lineman. He was indicted by a Guernsey County Common Pleas Court grand jury on one count each of rape and kidnapping. The indictment says he engaged in non-consensual sexual activity and held a victim against her will. Sills, who is from neighboring Noble County, was issued a summons to appear in Guernsey County Common Pleas Court at 1 p.m. on February 16th. The Super Bowl is on the 12th. Dave James, I went in news. Nationwide reaction to the police beating death of Tyree Nichols, who was laid to rest today in Memphis, Tennessee, has the mother of a man shot and killed by Columbus police pleading for action and demanding justice. Rebecca Duran is the mother of Donovan Lewis. Her son was unarmed when he was killed August 30th in his bedroom. Duran says statements from Columbus leaders in the wake of the release of video of Tyree Nichols' death made her question why action isn't being taken here. Michael Wright is the attorney who represented the family of Andre Hill, another unarmed black man who died at the hands of Columbus police, and he echoes Duran's call for action. It is time for the prosecutor's office to do their job. They've received the packet. Their investigation is over with. It's been months, and they have not returned an indictment. Where's the grand jury? What are they doing right now? Duran says she wants to see the officer who shot her son fired and arrested. That CPD officer, Ricky Anderson, remains on paid leave. Police are investigating an incident in the Columbus suburb of Grove City in which a man tried to lure a child with candy. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports. On Saturday evening, a boy was playing basketball at his home. That's when a man he did not know approached him and offered him candy. Well, the boy said no, and the report says he asked, are you sure? Then said, sorry for your loss, and walked back to his vehicle. He then drove away. I'm Yolanda Harris. In Northwest Ohio, a former Swanton wrestling coach is now facing criminal charges. ONN's Jeff Smith in Toledo has the story. Aaron Brown was fired earlier this month after being accused of assaulting a teenager at a tournament. Witnesses told us that the coach put his hand around the neck of a 14-year-old boy and pushed him through the doors of the gymnasium. The Archbold Police Department is charging him with assault and child endangering. The victim's mother releasing a statement through her attorney saying in part, while I wish it was unnecessary, I appreciate the efforts of the Archbold Police Department and prosecutor in pursuing justice for my son. I'm Jeff Smith.
Former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder's trial picked back up yesterday in Cincinnati after pausing last week due to a juror's positive COVID test. Here's ONN's Andrew Kinsey. Householder is charged with racketeering in the largest bribery scheme in state history. An FBI case agent took the witness stand. That agent saying they never had a wiretap on Householder's phone, but they did have one on Columbus lobbyist Neil Clark's phone. Agents doubled on the corruption through listening to Clark and Householder's conversations. Clark was charged in the scheme, but uh, has since died. That trial is expected to last six weeks. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Overnight temperatures in the single digits like this morning's in the Toledo area make being a firefighter all the more difficult. ONN's Michael Sandlin has more with Private Sterling Ray. Firefighters say frozen hydrants are a serious factor. We're talking about seconds to minutes that, uh, that count. And not just hydrants freeze, their hoses can too. But unlike hydrants, there are methods to prevent it. you got to keep water moving. Uh, the pumps are always engaged. Water is flowing out the tip of the nozzle to help combat that. It all adds up to extra steps for a job that's already a lot of work. The fire officials say solving challenges is something they're always prepared to do. I'm Michael Sandlin. There are reports of funny money circulating in a south-central Ohio county. The Vinton County Sheriff's Office says several businesses have received fake bills. They say the bills have Chinese lettering on them or the words motion picture purposes. If you get a fake bill, contact the Sheriff's Office. There's a push in Washington, D.C. to tackle the issue of catalytic converter thefts. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance partnered with three other senators to introduce the Parts Act. That stands for Preventing Auto Recycling Thefts. The one good thing about this legislation, in in divided Washington, it's very hard to get anything done, of course, without Democrats participating. Uh, I'm, of course, a Republican, but we've got a couple of Democratic folks who are also um, co-sponsoring this legislation. So I think there's a chance that on this catalytic converter issue, we can make some progress. This legislation would require new vehicles, catalytic converters, to have a traceable identification number. It would also make the theft of catalytic converters a criminal offense. A new study by the real estate marketing company Zillow predicts Cleveland will be the second hottest housing market in the U.S. this year, thanks to high market velocity and job growth. Cleveland is expected to see continued high demands this year compared to other markets, meaning homes will continue to sell and sell quickly. Charlotte, North Carolina took the top spot on that list. Pittsburgh is in third place. And the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland is out with the new group of nominees to become members this year. Here's Greg Harris, president of the Rock Hall, with the list. The 2023 nominees are Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, Iron Maiden, Joy Division New Order, Cindy Lauper, George Michael, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, Soundgarden, The Spinners, A Tribe Called Quest, The White Stripes, and Warren Zevon. Congratulations to the 2023 nominees. Inductees will be announced in May. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network.
This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.